0: Welcome to Rum Cake to Happiness, a podcast where we discuss topics that impact our mental health and well-being. I challenge you to see your potential, push yourself to create change and to always spread love and kindness. I am your host Carlene Ross, a certified life coach, author and mental health advocate. Let's chat. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rum Cake to Happiness. I'm your girl Carlene. Thank you so much for popping in again and joining me this week. I hope that everyone is well. I hope that everyone is having a great week so far. Um, it's August. We're having really warm weather where I am, so I'm enjoying it. July was filled with nothing but rain and sometimes very cold days. So August so far has taken off and it's... um. Pretty nice, pretty decent. So, I hope everyone out there is enjoying the warm weather. I hope you're getting your vitamin D. You're enjoying your family. You're enjoying your friends. You're enjoying the summer because it is going to wrap up sooner than later. So, enjoy everyone. So, today is episode number eight of season number two. And our topic today is going to be about how to break away from the herd mentality. And live your life for you. I know that's a mouthful. It's a big one. So, when I say break away from the herd mentality, what exactly is a herd mentality? Well, a herd mentality basically is following the same behavior and the same expectations of the general population. You know, you fall in line and you kind of go with the flow of what you know, of how you were raised, of what other people's beliefs are. And basically, you're just heavily influenced right by other people by their behavior by the way of their thinking um we make decisions based on you know what other people's train of thought is their sense of you know how things should be and basically a lot of us do that because it gives us a sense of belonging really you know you belong to something you belong to a group you belong to a group of people who have the same um, ideas and the same thought process around things And it gives us that sense of belonging. So I think typically, you know, that's where this herd mentality comes from. Now, we're all born really into the herd mentality because our parents adapted it from their parents and their parents adapted it from their parents and so on and so on. And so when we come into the picture, you know, you're born into it. And from the time you're a child up until you go to school, then you're in high school You're expected to then go to college or university. Then you're expected to, you know, um, find a nice career in something that you studied. So make sure you go to college or university, you graduate, and you come out in a job that you actually went to school for. And then after that, you're supposed to get married. And then shortly after that, you're supposed to have babies. And this is the cycle of life, right? This is the whole cycle of life until that cycle just continues over and over again. Um, So that's kind of like the herd mentality, something that we're definitely born into. But I want to know, why do we have to follow these rules? I mean, who actually created these rules when you think about it? You go all the way back, who actually created this idea of what a life cycle should look like? Like, who is this? It wasn't God that created that. I mean, okay, he said, honor thy mother and father. Check. He said, thou shalt not commit adultery. Check. But he didn't say you have to get married and you have to have kids. You know, (laughs) that lifestyle is really not for everybody. Now, I know, I know, and you know, that there are some people out there who have children who have no business having children. I'm not saying that this lifestyle is not good or that it's wrong. What I'm saying is that it's not right for everybody, right? I also know, and I'm sure you know, of some people who are married who got married because it was the right thing to do, whether it was because they got pregnant whether it's because they've been together for years, you know, high school sweethearts, and the expectation was that they would get married. So they went and got married. People who are married and in this relationship, but who did they get married for? Sometimes people are in this relationship and they're not even happy. They just did it because it was what ex- it was what was expected of them, right? And again, the herd mentality. The herd mentality. So I feel like so much of this has changed over the years because, I mean, even in countries where women get chastised and can literally get murdered for having an opinion or speaking out, these women are finding their voices. These women are breaking away from the herd. They're breaking away from what society tells them the rules are and tells them how things should be this dictatorship. And so these people who are finding their voice, and breaking away, you know, whether it's like, learning how to drive, some women in some countries are not able to drive, right? Or girls are not able to go to school. You know, simple things that we in first world countries take for granted. These things in other countries, they're a real struggle, you know, just simple, basic human rights. And so breaking away from the herd mentality is such an important thing when you're fighting for actual rights or when you're in a situation when you're living your life and you're not living it for yourself. You're unhappy and you're just going with the flow day by day. That is not living. That is not living your life for you or for anyone else. Actually, it is living for somebody else. It's not living for yourself. And so that is why breaking away from the herd mentality is such an important thing. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about things that I think that we can do if you are in the situation, things that we can do that will help you break away from the herd mentality. So the first thing that I've have on my little list, because you know, I always make a little list. The first thing I have on my list is stop And think about why it is that you want to break away. Why do you want to change things? What is your driving force? It's important. Is it because you're the kind of personality that if I say left, you're gonna go right? Is it because you know you want to prove something to someone that they're wrong? Is it because you have a plan in your mind of exactly what you know path you want to take to achieve your goals? Or you genuinely just don't care what other people think. And you have this idea that you have your own ideas, and that's what you're going to do. So have a clear understanding about why you want to break away from the herd mentality. The second thing I have is to be clear about your intentions. And don't be wishy-washy. Don't be wishy-washy. So if you say that you want to break away, if you have in your mind, I want to live my life for myself. I'm sick and tired of doing things the way that other people want me to do it. I'm sick and tired of this nine to five. I'm not happy in my job. This is not what I want to do. You know, if you feel that you have a passion in something that other people think might be unrealistic or it's a silly idea or you're taking too much of a risk and you feel this is something that I want to do, then you have to make sure that you know that you have the intention and you're not wishy-washy about the reasons that you're doing it. So if it's a corporate job, okay, fine. Get yourself into a position where maybe you can, you know, minimize the hours that you work in your corporate job and add on a couple more hours doing your part-time passion job. Or if you have to, you know, c- keep working your day job, until you can build up enough funds to pay your bills before you can leave and work your passion job. And that's what you need to do. But don't be wishy washy about the idea. If you're going to take action, then you need to do it. Whether it's, you know, you decide that you're going to homeschool your children. Don't be wishy washy. Do it. If you decide that, you know, you have embarked on an untraditional relationship, let's say, you know, maybe you're with someone and you decided, okay, we're going to have an open relationship. Or I don't know, you're going to introduce a third party into your love life. You know, don't be wishy-washy about it. Have a clear intent. Don't be wishy-washy. The ideas of other people and other people's opinions shouldn't play a role because again, that's the herd mentality, do what's right for you, right? If you decide that maybe you don't want to have children, do what's right for you. Don't be wishy-washy. And that one is a huge one, because I find that a lot of times, you know, you might be in a relationship, and you get married, and people really stress you out about having babies I mean even at the wedding you have a lot of people that'd be like oh my god congratulations so when are you guys gonna have a baby it's like whoa can I breathe for a minute can I enjoy being being married um, and I think it's just it's just that mentality right it's just that that understanding or that feeling that perception that now that you're married you should have babies again it's a great thing to have family it's a great thing to have kids But it's not for everyone. And so again, if that is something that you feel passionate about, that you have made a clear decision on, then stick to it. Don't be wishy-washy. The third thing that I have is don't allow other people to guilt you. But I want you to understand the risk factors, right? And take onus on it. So by not allowing other people to guilt you into things, whether whatever it is that you're doing, you know, people are going to have their opinion, they're going to tell you what they think. A lot of the times, your vision or your passions, you know, they have nothing to do with other people. Other people are not feeling anything that you're feeling. It's not their dream, it's not their vision. And so you can't expect them to feel the way that you feel about it. I mean, you can be open minded, you can take, you know, feedback, but do you have to take their advice and run with it? Absolutely not. So the biggest thing is to, yeah, you can be open minded and have a conversation with other people about it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be your decision, right? So don't allow people to guilt you into changing your mind about doing maybe something that you know, you've always wanted to do, or something that's going to make you happy. You know, sometimes even, you know, talking about having a job, it's like, How many times do we get up every morning and you're just like, oh my God, I gotta go to work. You're working for someone else. You don't enjoy your job. It's not fulfilling. You're doing it because it's your paycheck. You're doing it because you have, you know, bills to pay, a family to feed. But do you get any fulfillment out of it? What do you, you know, what do you get out of it? Um, And so if you have in your mind already an idea of what it is that you would love to do and it's attainable for you in your mind it's attainable, and you're willing to take a risk. I mean, don't have people talk you out of it. The biggest thing I could say to that is to do it part time, so that you're getting your feet wet while you're still keeping your commitment to having a full time job, paying your bills, you know, managing your family. But get your feet wet in your passion job. See what it's like. See if it's something that's actually going to be worth Putting in more time, more energy, building it so that you can one day take flight and leave the job that you actually can't stand or that you get no fulfillment out of to do something that's for yourself. And, you know, a lot of times people don't see your passion. They don't see what you're talking about. They're not in your head. They have no idea. But I mean, um, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard and is now today worth $130 million. Steve Jobs, before he died, he was worth $10.2 billion. Did I say million for Bill Gates? He's worth $130 billion with a B dollars. Steve Jobs dropped out of high school, or college rather. After only six months of going to college, he was like, eh, this is not for me. At the time of his death, he was worth $10.2 billion with a B with ab dollars Jay-Z, rapper, mogul, businessman, again, dropped out of high school. He's worth $1 billion today. Another rapper, Eminem, dropped out of high school when he was 17. He's worth $230 million. Now, I'm not promoting dropping out of school and not getting your education by any means. But what I'm saying is that life happens differently for different people everyone has different circumstances, everyone has different backgrounds, everyone has a different story. And when you have a passion about what it is that you feel in your heart, and you have this passion that's just, it's drive, it's a driving force for you, and you have to take a risk, you have to take a chance, and you have no one standing behind you. Do not let people guilt you into feeling that you're stupid, that you're taking, you know, a crazy risk that you're going to fail before you even start. Don't let them guilt you. All you need to do is make sure that you are setting yourself up for the best possible um, for the best possible outcome, and that you're not setting yourself up for failure by leaving a job too soon, by not having a job, and you know, taking a risk with spending your last savings on everything. I mean, if you have responsibilities, a.k.a. family, bills, you got to really be diligent about how you maneuver things. But don't let people guilt you into not even trying. Don't let people guilt you into not even taking flight. Okay? It's not worth it. Um, Another thing that I have on my little list here is to leave the negativity behind you. So when I say to leave the negativity behind you, it's literally leaving the people who are negative behind you. You can't move into your future with a pessimistic attitude or with pessimistic people riding on your back. Okay? They're going to drag you down. And you can't surround yourself with people who want, who don't want the best for you. You have to surround your people. You have to surround yourself with people who want the best for you, who believe that you know you're going to take that risk. I'm here if things don't work out. I'm here to give you advice. Go and try your best and I will be your biggest cheerleader. Those are the types of people that you want around you. For, you know, whether or not you're living a lifestyle that people are not used to. It's an untraditional lifestyle. May not be for you, but this is what I want. This makes me happy okay, you don't have to have friends or family members who believe in what you believe in. But if they're there to support you and to say, okay, if this is what you want, I am not, you know, of the mindset that you are, but I'm here to support you. And you know, if anything doesn't work out, or if things are just not happening the way you want, I just want you to know that I'm here. And I'm here to help you and support you in any way that I can. Those are the kinds of people that you want around you. Those are the kinds of people that will allow you to embark on something that is already such a scary thing to do. But it will give you the confidence to move forward because they are not negative. They're not pulling you down and pulling you back and wishing you, you know, wishing your demise before you even start. And so I think it's super important that you surround yourself with those types of people and you leave the negativity behind you. So the last thing I have on my list here is to understand that change takes time. Whatever it is that you are breaking away from this herd mentality to embark on your own journey, to do your own thing, change takes time. You need to be happy in the fact that you are willing to make a change, to stand up for yourself, to take a different path, to break away from the herd in the event that you feel you are going to be successful But you have to understand that it takes time, it takes time to build change, it takes time to change other people's perception and mentality, it takes time to change the rules, really depends on what it is that you're trying to break away from what herd mentality are you trying to break away from. But at the end of the day, If you understand that it doesn't happen overnight and you're in it for the long haul and you are, you know, willing to stick with it and to fight for what you want and to live the life that you want to live for you and not for other people, then you're going to be okay. You're going to be just fine. I know that it's a scary thing. There's a lot of, you know, different scenarios that go with this. There's, I think about, you know, kids who are in university or college doing courses that they really don't care about but they're doing it because their parents told them this is what you're going to go to school for this is what you're going to do and sometimes in some families and some cultures and traditions it's very important that you listen to your parents and that you basically you know you do what they say when it comes to going to school and getting a profession building a career all of those things, they reflect back on, back on the family, they reflect on you, and they have a heavy hand and a heavy say into what it is that, you know, their kids do, even as adults, young adults. Um, they could be a thing about marriage, you know, you're not married and your parents keep harping on you or people in general keep harping on you. Why are you not married yet? What's wrong with you? You know, the assumption is that something is wrong with you and that you need to find somebody um, to get married to. Not everybody needs to be married. Not everybody wants to be married. Marriage is not for everyone. And if they want to get married and they just haven't found that person yet, it really does not help to be bombarding them 24-7 about the fact that they're not with a partner or that they're not married. So I just feel that with society's herd mentality and the way that people think that life should be, sometimes can be a devastating blow for people to live with day by day by day. They end up not living their lives for themselves, but they end up living their lives for other people. And that could be very detrimental to someone's mental health, someone's happiness. And um, yeah, it's not a good thing. So if you are in the mindset of breaking away from this herd mentality in whatever capacity that you are thinking of, then I applaud you. I applaud you for having the nerve and the guts to want to do that, separate yourself and to find your own path. And like I said, as long as you know what it is that you want to do, why you want to do it, You're not wishy-washy about it. You understand that, you know, it may not be for everybody, but this is for me. I'm going to attempt it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do my best and I'm going to live my life for me. That's the reason, the proper reason, to break away from the herd mentality. Have your own life. Have your own opinions. Everyone is an individual for a reason. No two people are alike and everybody has their own lives to live so we shouldn't be trying to live it for other people so that's what i have to say about breaking away from the herd mentality i think it's super important i think that we could all be very successful in our lives and in our passion careers and in our ways of thinking about you know what's best for us as individuals versus what's best for other people and what's best for the perception of other people. We need to live for ourselves. If you're not happy, then change it. Don't let society rule you. Don't let people tell you or dictate to you how you should live your life. Live your life for you. You only have one life to live, people. Live it for yourself and enjoy it. And so with that, that's all that I have about uh, this topic. I hope that everyone enjoyed it. Send me a message by email if you did enjoy it. If you have any comments, I'd love to hear from you. As always, you can reach me at email icarleneatrogers.com. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Until next time.